Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on stress. And as usual, I'm going to start this podcast off with a quote. You can't always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. And that's a quote by Wayne Dyer. Hans Seye defines stress as the body's nonspecific response to any demand, whether it is caused by or results in pleasant or unpleasant stimuli. Stress is only bad if we make it to be bad. Stress can be used to create a lot of positive responses in our bodies, but a, a lot of us, even when I say the word stress, it has like a negative connotation to it. Like when you think of stress, you think of like headaches, being exhausted, being tired, and you know, your eyes feeling like they're gonna bulge out of your head. Like all of the symptoms that are associated with stress, those physical negative symptoms that are associated with stress. But stress isn't always a bad thing. You know, that's the perception that we commonly place on it and that society places on it. But, you know, there's been a lot of times in my life and I know a lot of times in my audience's life as well, when you felt stress and it hasn't been, you know, a negative thing. Maybe you haven't, maybe you didn't associate the feelings that you had at that time as being stressed, but it may have been stressed. It just had a different perception placed on it. So you didn't automatically give it that negative connotation. But stress in and of itself is not a bad thing. Stress is just a word to describe a type of response to something. And that response can be good or it can be bad. It can be pleasant or unpleasant. Um, you can make stress work for you just as easily as you can make it work against you. Um, it's all a matter of perception. Remember perception. Remember that, as we discussed in podcasts previous to this one, that um, the only constant in every situation that you're going to go through is yourself. You are going to be the one thing that doesn't change throughout the journey that you take through life. And I don't mean as in you won't change as in you won't develop into being a stronger person or a better person. I mean, you won't change as in the fact that, you know, even if people may be with you or you might be going through it by yourself, you know, you're still gonna be the one primarily involved in it because it's your situation. You're always gonna be that one constant. So if we learn to control ourselves, then everything else becomes easy. Um, We can't always control the things outside of ourselves, but we can always control the things inside of ourselves. And what that boils down basically is to a choice. Like, am I choosing to allow this person, this situation, this, incident in my life to create a stressful response to elicit a stressful reaction in reference to it it all boils down to a choice you know we we as human beings have the power of choice and that's a very very strong and very unique ability that we have you know like when uh, animals in the wild they don't have a choice to be you know scared or choice to be stressed out like a lot of the times their existence is based on survival so it's either they're in that fight or flight mindset that stressed out mindset or they're just chilling 
you know, trying to focus on the things that their body tells them to do at that point in time, whether it's to eat or sleep or, you know, what whatever it may be. But us as humans, we have a choice to like decide what we're going to do from one moment to another. We have a choice to decide if we're going to let things bother us or we're going to let things get to us. We have a choice to decide that today is going to be different from yesterday. We, we have that choice. And that choice is extremely powerful, especially in stressful situations, because at the end of the day, it all boils down to choice and it all boils down to your perception of what you're going through and the reality that you have put on that situation. Um, Like always, perception draws reality. So if you perceive that the situation is stressful in a negative connotation type of way, then it's going to be stressful and it's going to elicit those symptoms that you feel physically when you're stressed out that are bad for you like high blood pressure heart problems and stuff like that but you can also have the perception that stress is not a bad thing stress is good and then you'll also reap the benefits likewise of having a positive mindset and being in a positive headspace working out in the gym is a form of stress that you put your body through but this stress helps to create a healthier mind and body you stress can be a, a a wonderful motivator you know we could we can use stress to elicit a response in ourselves like hey i just want to get from under the stress or i want this stress to stop so you can use that as a motivator to be like hey i'm going to push through a few more hours just so i don't have to have the stress of dealing with this tomorrow you know so it could be a motivator and it, and likewise it could be a bad thing like you could be so stressed out at work that it affects your family it affects your health it affects you know just everything that is outside of that situation the stress can pour over into it which is why we have to learn control because if you learn how to control you know the different areas of your life you can build like emotional dams up to what you're dealing with you know you can have your work life then your work life doesn't cut into your family life and your family life you know within that you create time for yourself because if you create time for everybody else and not yourself then that can be stressful as well you got to have an outlet you know for some people their family is their outlet and for some it isn't but that just comes with your life and how you're living it so you have to dictate to yourself you know what is and isn't acceptable and creating those dams those safe spaces and just separating everything out dividing it up is a way to like usher in control into your life like putting everything in its respective places you know putting everything in a hierarchy like spirituality comes first then family then work and you know just break it down like that i'm not saying that's the way that you should order everything in your life again it's different for everybody else but it's just a way to to usher in some type of control in your life and then once you have that list, you can devote a lot of time to that, to each thing on that list, um, just to make sure everything gets its, its due time. There's 24 hours in the day. Most of it is spent at work for most of us. So then we're going to have to divide the remaining hours of the day amongst sleep and family, homework, school, and all that other stuff. Um, and it's your 24. So however, however you break it up, that's totally on you. But in order to lead a less stressful life we have to usher in more control because stress comes from lack of control you know we feel like we're not in control of our life we feel like you know we don't have 
any say and stuff like if your boss like burdens you with work or you're forced to do something that you don't necessarily want to do you know that could create stress so if we take back our control and we choose to usher so much time to each thing that'll be a way to control the stress that we feel in life and just like working out in the gym you know it becomes stronger as we use it our muscles become stronger as we use them over time and as you learn how to control things and break things down into their rightful place over time you'll become better at allotting time for this and allotting time for that and and then you'll become stronger at doing it eventually over time just like fire can be used to warm us up when we're out in the woods you know likewise it can be used to destroy successful application comes through understanding and we've talked to talked about that in the previous podcast you know the difference between knowing and understanding so like you know that you were stressed out and you know that it's not good for you because you go to your doctor your doctor tells you your blood pressure is high or, or it's affecting this or it's affecting that and you know that stress isn't good for you we hear it on tv we read it on the internet and we discuss it in podcasts but do you understand why it's bad for you and again this podcast is just used to to spark your interest in the subject matter and get you thinking and researching and I went to a great website that I'm going to include in the show, show notes. And they broke stress down into, you know, statistics about what people felt felt psych- psychologically, what people felt physically, what it affected, where the stress was coming from, the different types of stress. They just broke everything down, like how to recognize stress and stuff like that. And it's a really, really great research. And I would, I would recommend highly that you um go into the references and you look up this resource and you just read over it it's not a really long article it's a short article and then it has hyperlinks to other things that you can read on that are linked to it or a reference to it but stress is one of those things that has an effect on many 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 aspects of our body depending on how we let it get to us um i was reading through the article just breezing through it it can have effects on our heart on our immune system, on our digestive system, on our sleep, you know, on our moods, how we feel towards people, towards relationships. If stress is in control, stress can totally throw our lives out of whack. So it's very important that we institute that control that we talked about earlier, where you put everything in its place and then you allot time for it. And when that time is up, the time is up. You don't let it spill over into something else. You have to allot for it give it its time, give it its due respect. And then when the time is up, the time is up. Just like when you go into work, just like on a nine to five schedule, if you go into work at nine o'clock from nine to five, you allot that time for work. You know, that time is just for work. Whatever that entails, that is the time that you do it. And then after five o'clock, you know, you allot maybe an hour or two for family, three hours or whatever. And then after that, you a lot of time for yourself where you could cool down, read, meditate, journal, decompress, and then, you know, however you want to divide the rest of your time. But we all have 24 hours in a day and how we use it is completely up to us. Even if we have a job that runs over that a lot of time that we have set for work, it's still our choice to engage in work at home. You know, even if you even if we say to ourselves like, hey, you know, I don't I can't control that what my boss tells me to do or if my boss tells me to, you know, take my work home 
and and do my work after hours or if I'm on call and stuff like that. Well, if that job doesn't serve you or allow you to exist in a space where you can respect, you know, the different aspects of your life, then it may be time for you to get another job because it might not be healthy for you. I can't dictate or determine what's healthy for you because everybody's different. But if if work is taking over a majority of your life and you don't have time for anything else like family or time for yourself or things that you enjoy, like like doing a hobby or something like that, on the outside looking in, I would say that's unhealthy because it's not a proper balance in life. And life is all about balance, you know, yin and yang duality. You can't have the good without the bad. So if you're at work all day and it's stressing you out, you got to have something good to balance it, whether it's going to the gym for 30 minutes, you know, taking the kids to the park, reading a book, journaling, praying, decompressing, some type of decompression. You need to have that because it's just a healthy work-life balance. Um, and it's the same thing for the opposite. You know, you can't play too much and not work. You know, if you, if you play too much and you're not focusing on your passions, your dreams, you know, fulfilling your duties around the house, you know, doing the required things that you're required to do within the life that you're living, then you're just going to stay in one place. You know, the wheels are going to be spinning, but you're not going to be getting any traction. And there's stress that can be associated with that as well, like not feeling fulfilled and not reaching your goals, your desires, your dream. So it's, it's all a spectrum, you know, and you just have to analyze like where you sit on that spectrum, how that spectrum applies to you in your life, and then just divide it up accordingly in a way that serves you and suits you and benefits you so that you can live a life in the most progressive manner that you can in the manner that's most beneficial to you. Not to your job, not to anybody else, but what's most beneficial to you. Because if you're happy, then everybody else is gonna be happy. Your work life is gonna be good, your home life is gonna be good, relationships are gonna be good. And I'm not saying that's always gonna be the case because sometimes you know you'll be happy and things outside you will be turmoil. But by and large, for the most part, your outside world is a reflection of your inside reality. So if you're not happy with yourself internally, you're not gonna be happy with yourself externally. So your outside world is a reflection of your inside situation, your inside reality. So I know that we've been talking about stress, how it can be good and how it can be bad and how you know proper utilization and proper control of stress comes through understanding so here for this next little bit i just wanted to cover you know four different types of stress that i discovered through that article and some examples of those um so first and foremost we have acute stress so that's your fight or flight reflex the body prepares to defend itself that's when you get scared or Maybe you might have to do something physical, like being in the military or being a firefighter, law enforcement, something like that. Or, I mean, even UFC fighters, it, it could be a host, a, a pilot. There were many situations where I got into the fire flight reflex being a pilot. Um, but it's basically your body automatically responds to a stimulus. You know, you can't control it. It's, it's just there. And you don't have to be like in the careers that I just listed. Those are just some of the easier things to identify. But you could be, you know, in your daily life and driving a car and then something might happen that elicits that fight or flight reflex. And then you just have, you're just reacting at that point in time. It's really out of control. And it takes about 90 minutes for the metabolism to return to normal. 
when the response is over. So even after you're out of that situation, your body is still coming down from it. That's why most of the time when you like go through some type of situation, like when you're really, really amped up, you get that adrenaline boost. And like afterward, you feel really drained. You feel kind of tired, but your body's like coming down off of it, coming down off of that excitement, that rush that you just had, that fight or flight that your body was, you know, enabling you to be able to deal with any situation that was coming or the situation that it perceived at the time as being dangerous. But again, like I said, it takes 90 minutes for your metabolism to return to normal. So if you're constantly going into this fight or flight reflex, you know, over the course of the day, depending upon what type of situation you're going through, you know, that 90 minutes builds upon itself. You know, it might take 90 minutes, then you're back in it, 90 minutes and you're back in it. You know, so it's just something to think about, you know, when, when you're constantly going in and out of these stressful states. Uh, second is chronic stress. This is the cost of daily living, like bills, your children, the job, stress from the job. This is the stress we tend to ignore or push down. This is the stress we feel at work, but we say, hey, I got to work. I got to make money. I got to pay the bills. So it is what it is. Left uncontrolled, this stress affects your health, your body and your immune system. So this is the type of stress that I was describing to you that I was saying, you know, unchecked. It can definitely have some physical effects. It can have some mental effects. It can have spiritual effects. I mean, it can. This type of stress is the stress that kills people. You know, always worrying, always being stressed out about situations you can't control. Um, this is the stress that's not good for you. This is the stress that doctors warn us about. So we need to, and again, this comes with control. And again, knowing what we can control and what we can't control. So the base, the foundation of control is understanding that we can only control everything within ourselves and we can't control everything outside of ourselves. We may have some control on the world outside of us, ourselves, but by and large, we can only control our internal environment, our internal situation. So within that, that's when we start to set up our life accordingly, how we're gonna set up our 24 hours a day to ensure that we can control our emotions, our situations, so that we're not constantly in that fight or flight or, or feeling stress from this, flowing over into this, and it's taking joy away from this, you know? it creates that separation and then we're not having to worry about one thing spilling over into another because we have a healthy work-life balance third we're going to talk about you stress this is stress in daily life that has positive connotations such as marriage promotions children again winning the lottery new friends graduation you know they, these are the things that you know are good by and large this is the flip side of the coin when we talked about you know, chronic stress, you know, having, you know, bad effects and the stress that people are normally associated, like the word stress with, that's chronic stress. But on the other side of stress, how we've been talking about, you know, how there is a good side of things and how it could positively affect you, that's you stress. You know, whenever you have children, I don't know how many people are out there are parents or how many people are listening that are parents. But when you have kids, it can be, it is the most awesome thing in the world. From my perspective, you know, having a, a child is one of the highest moments in my life that I've ever had. But having kids can also be stressful, extremely, extremely stressful. Because when they're that little, all they care about is themselves. You know, when they're hungry, when they need to be changed, when they want to be picked up, when they want to play. And a lot of that time, 
you know, is going to cut into your sleep time, cut into the time that you just want to, it's going to, you know, cut into your you time altogether. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, it's, it's a stress that I gladly welcome into my life because I feel like the benefit, you know, is, is extremely high in reference to the stress that I receive from the situation. Um, and that's the calculation that I've just made in reference to my life. Again, your life may be different. You may not feel that you need kids in your life right now or that having children would be something that would relieve stress or to welcome stress into your life. That's just an example that I have. Um, you know, graduation was kind of stressful because on one side of the coin, you know, I was entering uh, a new level in life, a new stage in life. But then I also realized that life was going to change a lot from that point forward. Um, I was going to college. I was going to, I'm 18, you know, I'm legally a man now. Um, you know, people aren't going to tell me what to do and take me places and basically hold my hand. You know, I was out into the world. So I was happy that all of that stuff was coming into play. But at the same time, I realized like, hey, you know, the game's up. It's, it's, it's time to be for real this time. Um, and then lastly, we got distress. This is stress in daily life that has negative connotations, such as divorce, punishment, injury, negative feelings, financial problems, and work difficulties. And if you, if you listen to that list that I said, a lot of that does suck. I'm not going to take away from that. You know, it, it is horrible to have a divorce and have to go through that. It does suck to have injuries, you know, harboring negative feelings all the time, financial problems, work difficulties. But again, perspective drives reality. So, you know, even in those situations, you can still choose to be happy. You can still choose to thrive. You know, you can choose to have positive thoughts over negative thoughts. You can choose to you know, be financially smart and, and seek out financial strategies that'll help you get out of your problem. You know, you can address work difficulties and create schedules and prioritize things like we discussed so that it doesn't spill over into life and that your work difficulties won't mess up everything else you have going on in your life. Um, injuries, you know, it just takes time, but that'll give you time to focus and, and get your mind right and just recover properly. You know, I've, I've had a ton of injuries playing sports, being in the military, just living, you know, that rough life. But, you know, it is what it is. You just learn how to, how to be smarter next time and not just do things just to do things. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is how an individual accepts stress that determines ultimately whether that person can adapt successfully to change. Because the one constant in life is change. You know, there's always going to be change. Change is always going to be present, whether it's a change in your work life, changing your love life, a change in your family dynamic, your other relationships, such as close friends and, and associates. You know, there's there's always going to be change. You know, you're always going to be growing. You're always going to be developing, ideally. And associated with change is stress, you know, and just like the connotation that we put on change, whether it's positive or negative, we can put that same connotation on stress to make it positive or negative. And once we categorize it to better serve us, that's when we can start ushering in, you know, the positive thoughts, the positive habits, you know, reaffirming to ourselves that, you know, change isn't bad, stress isn't bad, using stress as a motivator or something to push us as opposed to something to weigh us down.
you know, all the techniques that we've talked about in the podcast, we can take a negative thing and flip it to be a positive. You know, the, the breathing and, and the meditation, you know, if you get stressed out, go somewhere by yourself, take a couple breaths, center yourself, get focused, be grounded, be present. You know, you're not in danger right now. You know, you're good right now. You're safe right now. Just be present. Don't worry about the future. You can't do anything about the past. Don't stress. Don't stress. And I and I say that to you like it's easy. I mean, I stress out all the time. Like I, I tell, I've always said that I'm my own worst enemy. Like people can say things about me and I'm not really too worried about it. But you know, when I get in my own head, that's when the battle really starts. So when I say this, I'm actually speaking to myself and you know, I'm, I'm reaffirming to myself, you know, don't stress, don't stress. It's just a stage. It's just an evolution I'm going through. It's only temporary. You know, it's here for today, gone tomorrow. It won't even matter tomorrow. So, I mean, I'm just trying to imbue that same mindset in you as well. You know, it's, it's only here for today and gone tomorrow. And if it's something that you're going to wake up and you know you're going to go into tomorrow, and you're gonna have to face that stress again, you know, face it with courage, you know, just make up in your mind that it won't be something that's gonna destroy you or work against you. Make make up in your mind that you're gonna make the stress work for you. You know, you are the master of your fate. You control your destiny. You know, this journey is yours. This life is yours to live. And you have the choice, the choice to be stressed out or the choice to be in the midst of chaos and and all of this other craziness but you're centered you know you're the island in the midst of the storm the ocean can do whatever it wants to do around you but you're centered you're not worried about it because your internal environment is calm and you know who you are so at the end of the day we're just trying to achieve that centeredness that groundness so that the stresses of the world the stresses of life aren't going to affect us in a negative way but instead shift our focus to a positive place so that the stresses won't hurt us or harm us, but work for us and with us. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org my YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty, that's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y, and my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase, that's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?